0: Hi, I'm Dan Krinas, host of the Leader of Learning podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. It's very good at just, what it does. I, yes, I don't, don't get us wrong there. So, make, but I just
1: don't believe in the underlying thing. Is this our new course? The, oh yeah. I mean, I I can
0: I'll talk on this a lot more than I can ever talk on okay. tanks. Yep.
1: Okay. Swords 101. Hijacks next. Uh, Swords d- Jump into course making. We're gonna. I'm trying to think about how I'm gonna do the website page for this episode. just to be honest. Um. A trash can. A trash can actually. actually. On fire.
0: Hello, 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 party people. Uh, I don't think that works as well as Josh's, frankly.
1: You know, well, as well as mine, I don't really have one. You say hey, <laughs> hey, hey,
0: and I was like, I'm going to try hello, yeah. hello, I've hello. i said that like
1: three times.
0: False. You know? Really? I, you say that Do I lot. say that more often? <laughs> you say oh, that okay, well, now, almost every episode. <laughs> now,
1: now I'm going to change that up. Okay.
0: We That's, are uh... back, party people. It is Josh and Will in the house. As usual, the High Tech Podcast is here for another week of nonsense and hijinks. Ooh. You with me? You here?
1: Yeah. Oh, no, I'm here. I'm ready for the hijinks. Oh yeah. I'm ready for the high tech hijinks.
0: As always, our little spiel. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. We love that. Connect with us. Interact. Appreciate it. Every Tuesday morning, I put out a tweet that shows what we're talking about, what's going on this week, announcing the episode. Would love to see more people liking that, interacting with it, following, sharing. Beautiful. Uh, you can always email us at inbox at hightechpod.us, especially if you would like to sponsor us. Uh, you know, that's always a great opportunity, but <laughs> even just to send us um, funny yeah. jokes, opportunities to connect, interviews on other podcasts, that's great, or pictures of. Ooh.
1: Oh, I have one cuz last episode we recorded you already have one i had like one prepped you know i didn't want to say anything you know
0: i, I just little, stole your thunder huh i
1: was a little hurt you know anyway but i would like uh oh i feel like i just lost it oh um, no wait no i got it i got it i got it i would like a picture of a lemur doing the limbo yeah okay you just say, i knew it was good i was oh, just trying yes. to remember I'm I'm watching um,
0: Avatar: The Last Airbender right now. It's fine. Ooh. I know it came out ten years ago. I yeah. I, I, Wait, I watched, have you never seen it before? I've never watched Avatar: The Last Airbender. What? Yeah, never. I, I was a little prejudiced this. against it when it came out. I was like yeah. a strictly Japanese anime kind of guy. Oh, you know, Nickelodeon. It's and you know subs, subs or die series you know? by millions. If it's um. if it's dubbed, <laughs> I didn't want to watch it. You know, like that's oh, that's okay. that's who I was yeah. at that time. But now, no, I'm watching it. I'm enjoying it. And uh, what is it, Momo? The little lemur-like thing with huge ears yeah. is is quite adorable. So now I have momo in my head doing that oh, okay that's what sam I
1: mean. and i were just at a zoo this is why lemurs you know uh were in my head i don't just think about them all the time um <laughs> we were we were at a zoo while we were at the beach um as people do and we were there was wow, a lemur wow wow wow, wow. <laughs> there was a, there was a lemur exhibit and this little this is like sam has a picture of it there's like a mom lemur and a little baby lemur, and the little baby lemur was on the mom's back and the mom was just like carrying it around and it was just like hanging out on its back looking around. So I was thinking while I was looking, would it be hilarious if they did the limbo? Oh,
0: and uh so oh, there you go. That's
1: that's how we've that's what we've gotten here. I love it. To this hijinks on it. the high tech podcast. That's so, how we do it. Yeah.
0: Continue the hijinks with us, folks, and head over to the US website to get us. any more of our resources that we share every week. Um, you know, last week we did the episode on Miro. We love that. It's great. Make sure to go find those resources on it, right? This week we're going to do another app, and there's going to be more resources. Always resources. Share them with the world. Absolutely. I don't, I don't know why that got maniacal, but I had That got it. really
1: weird, I think, but it's Okay. Um also just a side note, you hit us up online. Um uh, you got any apps you want us to check out, let us know. You know? I feel like we don't ask people a lot to suggest apps. Oh you know, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna do it. You know, drop give us some a suggestions. Line. If you're listening to the high tech podcast, give us some suggestions of an app. If you're like, I don't know, all my apps come from your podcast. <laughs> well that's so flattering. Um but if you can figure out
0: Wow. I would be like just just day made, you know, if someone's like, Yeah, oh day my gosh, made. I learned so many apps from you. Everybody's listening to this, and they're
1: like, yeah, you guys are idiots. Um, no, are you staring.
0: guys done yet? Just shut up.
1: You just talk talk more.
0: <laughs> talk <laughs> less. Smile more. Name Ooh. that tune. Um, okay. This week, we're Hamilton. talking about... <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton. No, we're not. Talking about one of <laughs> my... I mean, if there is a table talk conversation that, like, has been going on since I've been in the field, it's this, academic integrity. We, we, we've always talked about it. If we're at lunch, we're talking about it. If we're designing courses, we're talking about yeah. it. If Josh and I are grabbing a pint at the local pub, we're talking about it. I, I They're talking
1: about it on the streets. <laughs> yeah. They're talking about it. <laughs> they're,
0: I'm they're talking for, about it on social you know, media. Like, it's the hot CNN, topic right now. Like, you
1: know, yeah. CNN's like, academic integrity. Um...
0: This is you know? just—I don't know. This is just a thing. Like moocs, were were a thing for a minute, and then they died. So that's fine. But like academic integrity is just continues to be an issue. Um, I can't think of a faculty I've spoken with who didn't who wasn't concerned about it, who didn't want to yeah. address it, who didn't have a student you know have an issue with. Like, and, and even until I got to my last look, um, university, like my first first college, smaller, second university I worked at, big, and when I talked to those faculty, they'd be like. Oh, yeah, you know, if I don't have to deal with, like, 15 a, month, a semester, it's fine. Like, violations. Academic integrity violations. 15 Gosh. a semester. And I was like, holy smokes. Like, I, I get it why you care. I get it why these faculty care yeah. about the issue. But I don't yeah, no, know. It's definitely
1: a big thing. Why I, do you... I, why I, do
0: you? What What's your context? What's your background with this? Like, I feel like yeah, this is a I thing mean... that's been going on for a long time, but...
1: It's yeah. And I I feel like it's not as big of a thing for me only because of the dynamics of what are going on in my institution right now. It's not nobody's banging down my door about academic integrity. I'm just trying to survive while building a lot of courses. But
0: there's (laughs) it's not today's problem.
1: It's not today's problem, although it is resurfacing, right? The the conversation is there's a committee, there's always a committee in education, right? Like there's a committee about academic integrity, and a lot of it is you know students plagiarizing papers, um, you know concerns about them cheating on exams, you know, there's it's all over the place, I think, at our institution because of the dynamic of the courses, there's a lot more writing. Uh, in our institution okay. than quizzes and exams and so i feel like there's a bigger concern you don't, you don't
0: have like a math well you don't have like an engineering department or no, i mean things like, like that we have
1: math courses and stuff online and people are concerned about that but like i don't know it just feels like less of a hot topic than the writing part portion sure. for us i feel sure. like that's the bigger deal now i think Will, you and i were talking about this and we have like a i don't know if we were to say it was an unspoken or a spoken framework but i'm gonna just speak it out right is like when we talk about this, academic integrity is definitely one of those things that I feel like it's like, how can I put it? It's like when somebody in this world today goes, I just want to be part of an authentic community. <laughs> you know? It's like, I don't know if you know what that means or if what I know what that means. Have you, I you ever feel seen like
0: an authentic community? Those,
1: those are just like words that you said. Like, they're, they're just academic integrity means so many different things to different people. They have different motivations when they talk about it. It's a hot button, popular word choice in academia. And so what are we talking about? What in is my the time?
0: I've had it integrity? be referred to as academic dishonesty and I've had it referred Ooh, to as academic yep. integrity. I've had, had it referred it to, you know, cheating and plagiarism, like different places take different ta- tax on it. And I think that um, the academic integrity approach is to, make it a positive affirmation. We want to affirm our academic integrity. Yeah. We want to not invite anything outside of our academic process. And, you know, but it comes down to cheating, you know, like yeah. at, at the end of the day, the policies can be as fluffy and nice as they want to be. Like we don't want students plagiarizing. We don't want students cheating and an academic yeah. integrity. That framework is trying to affirm not cheating not plagiarizing but from the positive side of we will uphold a certain ethos and I, and I do I do appreciate that tactic I think that that's you know a little bit better than just policing students or you know using the stick approach like bad bad student i hit you student don't do bad things you know like it, it it's a little bit better but the core of it's just like addressing cheating and plagiarism that's, yeah that's the issue of academic integrity
1: yeah. it's it's a fancy word for we want less of our students to plagiarize things in their papers and we want less students cheating like we want we want authentic let's see I said it no nope. <laughs> we, we we want real work from our students we want them to like you know original thought we want um, if they're you know taking things from other people they're, they're quoting it you know at least they're gonna at least they're getting knowledge it's not their own idea right um you know or like give like that type of stuff like when we talk academic integrity i think we're talking that and and i think in its motivation like the the reactionary part of it is we just want less students cheating the other part of it is i do think at the the positive side it's we want students you know actually learning we want students <laughs> yeah. learning how to how to create uh how to create and produce real thought on stuff, their thoughts on things, not just regurgitate what they found in a resource. We want them to actually engage with what they're trying to do. Um, for students who are actually going to go on in academia, we want them to learn how to actually do academic research and, oh yeah, and write and um, come to conclusions and argue like we want, like all these different dynamics. We want to prove that they actually know the concepts and they didn't just pull them off of a sheet when they were taking our test you know like there's at the end of the is like really i think at the core the positive side is we want real learning to actually be happening because when it's when they are cheating when they are doing that stuff there's a component where it's like okay are they really learning are they just regurgitating what a resource said or are they just doing whatever they're doing on their tests you know so like i, I this is kind of the problem i think that exists um now will i think you asked a good question which is how do we feel like we got here um, why why do we feel like this became a big topic problem? Because it's not like all of a sudden in the eighties, human beings were like, human beings were like, wait, what if we cheated?
0: Yeah, they were yeah. Like, what <laughs> In nineteen eighty eight, the first student <laughs> cheated.
1: Yes, the first student
0: was like, what if I didn't cite my sources? What if I didn't know the answers before I went to the test? Yeah. Like what if I didn't no. do that and then it started happening? And and that's <laughs> that's like I you know, you've got to you, you can't but acknowledge computers, right? Okay. We've yeah. brought them so much into the learning process. It's they, they they give us access to so much information. It's so easy to cheat with them. But before we go too far down that rabbit hole. Okay. Okay. Cuz I Pulling think that, that that's important. We'll hold yeah. on to that part of the problem. We're going to that
1: one. We're gonna step away. My Mad first... Hatter, not today.
0: <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> my first community college class, my first professor, gave us the option to use, like, a cheat sheet on every test. We could bring in one index card's worth of information to every test. So, like, before we even get to the computers, you know, faculty have been changing and, and the the... The environment of academics have changed. Like, faculty feel differently about what is an appropriate job aid or cheat aid or whatever you want to call it on an yeah. exam. Like, I think that it, there's probably been points in history where, like, show up, write it down. And if you didn't have it in your head before you got here, that's on you.
1: Oh, yeah. 100%. And yet, like,
0: that attitude is changing even with faculty today. So, like, some of it is just the expectations, what people are doing. But... The the first thing that came to my mind before the computers was, in in that same semester, one of my other classes, faculty uh, wouldn't let us put our water bottles out while we <laughs> took the test.
1: I forgot about that. That was a thing, wasn't it?
0: And I was like, "Why?" I was I was homeschooled. I'd never been I was I'd never been in a college. i, I uh, Why? Right? You innocent person, you. And I asked, and the faculty member said, "I had a student." Take a Gatorade bottle, drink it, and and like reprint the label with cheat information on the label, the plastic label, and like reset it on on. the the bottle.
1: Let's let's be real. If I was that guy's teacher, there's a part of me that'd be like, I'd just be impressed. You pass. I'd be like, you know what? You went through that effort. That that's solid. You you will be a great con man one day, and you will you will be.
0: If that's Pursued the by the police, level, but you
1: will be making money.
0: If that's the level <laughs> that our students are willing to go to to not learn I mean I mean right? Like, it's not about the computers. Yeah. Before we even get to the computers and Google and all these issues and the Googleable exam, like students are willing to go to I, I don't Josh, do you know how you would make a plastic label as in the shape of Gatorade and like replace it so it looked moderately
1: I mean, I'm sure I could figure it out but I haven't like done the effort to at that point right. I might as well have just studied. <laughs> um, like, <laughs> like I don't I don't know. And so unless somebody was selling Gatorade cheats at school point... like some other guy figured it out <laughs> yeah, it right, like, right.
0: there's a black market
1: was like black marketing them. It's like, come on, get your grape Gatorade and your solutions to the
0: exam. Oh, oh you you prefer you know uh, you know limeade or whatever. I've got a limeade version. Yeah. Like
1: yeah. yeah. Well, nobody prefers limeade, but, but that's e- okay. But even um. to
0: the point of that that index card. So like what you just said, that index card that that instructor gave me. I you know I read between the lines. I write. I was like, you're telling me. Here's my hand raised, right? I said, faculty member, you're telling me. If it fits in three and a half by five, I can use it. She said, absolutely yes. I say, as small as I can write, absolutely yes. Josh, I spent six or more hours typing up all my notes, typing up all the answers to everything I knew, reducing it to the smallest sized font. Okay. And then when it still didn't fit both sides on the three by five, converting it to shorthand. Ha! <laughs> To what you just said, the point you just made, I should have just studied.
1: <laughs> I mean, oh, man. how
0: useless is that?
1: That is well, into the point, like okay, so what I think you're getting at, and I think uh this is part of this, is that um I know the Uranized perspective is fairly similar on this, which is that part of this is there are camps of people that deal with this problem. Okay, so like let's just right. let's assess the problem for right now. People cheat. That's the problem, okay? Let's just, let's be real. People cheat or, or they don't know better and they do bad practices. Like, that's, in writing, I feel like that's also part of this. Like, they don't know what's not okay and what isn't. That's what's very popular right now today in talking about this topic is like, well, students just Google everything. Well, yeah, because it's easier. Like, I don't, like, it's.
0: And it's there, you know? Like, if it's Googleable, then why not?
1: Yeah, you call me with all your questions because it's easier for you to call me. You know, like, I don't...
0: <laughs> get caught. prof, get So, like, prof, anyway, get there's just, there's,
1: there's just there's this dynamic of um, people cheat, people look for the easy solutions, and in other places, people don't know better of um, certain things. I think those are the three categories. But at the end of the day, all these problems come together to lead to uh, this issue of um, improper learning through cheating through just regurgitating stuff in a writing paper. Like at the end of the day, it's like the, it's that experience. Like we're trying to at least in some way, get back to better learning or better situations. Right. Um, And I think what you're getting at is kind of this idea, this dynamic of let's talk about the solution. And if that's the problem that real learning is not happening because of these situations, how do we get back to real learning? um as kind of the solution does that make sense Kind of. i don't know i'm kind of like bouncing around but i I, because i think what ends up happening is when we talk about academic integrity we too much focus on that people cheat (laughs) um and then the result is well how can we police them right um right so like how can we make sure that they don't and so you end up having people fall into these two different camps which are the one camp is like, we just need to make sure I have a way of figuring out that they're cheating so I can catch them, right? <laughs> and I can show them what's going on.
0: That's a specific um, kind. Yes. Like, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a specific type of dynamic. Um, and then you have the more hopefuls. We have friends like this. I put you in this category, maybe will in certain areas, which is yeah. like, if we just taught them real learning,
0: if we could just teach them this, better,
1: we could just teach them better then they wouldn't do this. And and my middle ground response would be like, <laughs> you didn't know. Um, <laughs> people, <laughs> still suck, gonna man. Cheat. people suck. People um, suck. So, anyway, I feel like that's where we're at. That's what we're talking about when it comes to academic integrity. And I think you and I wanted to talk about this and go, how do we deal with this? How, what's the solution? What do we do? Do we fall well, into one of those camps? Is there a middle ground conversation? Is there another solution? Like, how do we fix this problem?
0: I would pose. Like, like, actually, we've we've we both already suggested it, but I've got a couple examples, right? What you just said about that person doing the Gatorade bottle is like, yeah, give that dude a medal, like he's gonna be a con artist, but whatever, right? Like, <laughs> cheating, most cheating, the cheating that I that you just described, um, I I read an article once where um, these students in a California school district were upset with their grades on something, and hacked. The network, not just like got the password. Like, I would have said I hacked my my computer's my teacher's you know computer if I got their password when I was like eight or whatever. No, like there's proof. They like the whole article is about the fact that they actually hacked the network, got into the learning management system through user databases and all this other stuff, and changed their grades, and they get suspended. I'm like, those kids learned how to hack. Like that is a that is a good skill. That is a good thing. It it is it it, it broke the policies. It breaks some laws, maybe. But it's like, this is creative thinking. This In is. In other words, th- hearing from Will, hacking is okay. No, no, uh, no. no. I'm just <laughs> Will's hot take. My my possible solution is: Are there ways where we see people cheat that we can actually take advantage of? Can we actually cultivate the creative energy that goes into cheating and redirect it? use it that's that's like my first solution my first solution is not can we get something to police the students my first solution is not make the ungoogleable exam it's like what and 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 faculty know nine out of ten times what do your students do they will do this ex- they'll, they'll get a, an exam on chegg or they'll copy and paste something from somebody without citation Okay, those are actually two procedural issues. We can we can address those procedurally. Yeah. But if you've got things like making this connect this this Gatorade bottle or me, you know, making my font as small as possible or the students hacking mainframes like that's creative energy that we could cultivate, like make your assignments more fun, more more engaging that way. I think that's you know, yeah. it's it's not the same as like you know you you said before authentic community what does that mean the ungoogleable exam what does that mean i don't know i haven't made one i haven't made ever an exam that i would call ungoogleable yeah. right but these are the i think this is an option that's before us
1: well i think maybe what i'm realizing in this conversation is really what we do this is why i like this we were talking beforehand this this whole what is the problem what is the solution thing comes from a project management thing as a project management nerd that i have become an obsession that i have with all of this stuff Uh, that we use to, like, suss out projects and solutions. Um, Really, we have two problems. It's not one. There's two problems in my mind, which are writing integrity and, like, exam integrity. Those are two completely different things to a certain extent, where it's like some exams are too easy to cheat or too easy to work through or are not really built for learning. I think that's the problem, not the Google exam, but exams are just dumb you're just asking them to recite information back to you that's not worth their time it's easier for them to learn how to cheat your exam than memorize all this information that they know they're gonna forget by the time your course is over right so like the giving more real life motivation to the exam making the exam more helpful uh in assessing students learning like actually building something that's useful for the student to take and not cheat and and Um, i would
0: would put that That statement in the words of, like, increase the stakes. Like, make make it more valuable, more difficult, more opportunity to fail at at some level. Like, just failing an exam, like, what does that tell me? Okay, I failed an exam. Like, we literally have people out there, professionals in the world of academic counseling and academic success folks, who teach students how to take exams. It is more like, it is statistically likely to be C, you know, if it's if it's all of the above, it's most likely to be that. If you aren't sure the answer, just skip it because it's still worth getting an eighty-five instead of a, an eighty-six on the exam. Like those are skills that get proliferated by oh, yeah. or promulgated, I guess, by by these folks you know who are trying to support students who suck at exams. I suck at exams, and yet the student you you haven't learned if the student's act good at your thing or not just through an exam. Like I yeah. love. I love the the metaphor or the analogy of a smith, right? If a smith has an apprentice and the smith is trying to teach the apprentice how to make a sword, what does the smith have to make the apprentice do? Make a sword. He does not give the student a five-question exam or a hundred-question exam on making swords. They get in the smithy, they heat up the the metal, and they make it work. But also, the students usually-
1: So oh, yeah. I mean I I can,
0: I'll talk on this a lot more than I can ever talk on okay. tanks. Yep.
1: Okay. Swords 101, high techs next. Uh, swords d- jump into course making.
0: Yep. Sorry, um continue. like if the student and before before the student ever even gets hammer to an anvil, like he's going to watch the smith do it, right? Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of watching and a lot of explanation as they do that maybe, but at the end of the day there's no quiz. It's going to be can you hit this correctly? Can you hold this? Can you get this the right temperature? Can, all these kinds of things that you just do you learn them by doing. I, yeah, I'm a huge advocate of that.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And like the and some people will be like, okay, well that's great for practical skills will, but like I gotta I gotta teach students um this language you know and they need to know the words and uh, like that. you're right
0: and we've talked I'd say that's still pretty simple language is still pretty similar where I would I was yeah. hoping you were going to say is like I need to teach these students you know social media theory or something I was going to be okay, like Okay
1: yeah we can do, we can do that do you though do you though yeah um like and anyway let's, that's a whole other conversation so I won't take us down that train but I think the point of it is um raising raising the stakes of whatever the assessment is if you do end up doing a quiz or, or an exam thinking through how do i do this quiz and exam so it's not just encouraging rogue memory um if it is encouraging memory is the is that important there are i think some areas where memorizing learning things is important but you have to connect that to why it's important right and what the exam you're building out the other thing i would put out and this is gonna be my soapbox for this moment yes. is um okay like stop making courses where the final is worth 80% of the grade and and they take it at the end of the course and nothing else Matters. is worth that much. Okay, because the this is the other part of it. Listen, people cheat because they're people also suck, but people also cheat because it's more guaranteed that if they have the answers, they'll pass that class than doing all that studying to fail the exam and not do well. Like the amount of, like ridiculous pressure that's put into these insane exams yeah. of the olden day philosophy of like, I talk for the whole semester. And then at the end, you remember everything I said um, and take that exam. Like it's just, it's encouraging a space where people are going to, some people are just going to cheat because they want to beat the system. Other people are going to panic because they're trying. Like I was in those situations where like, I started to panic because I'm studying, but I'm still not getting it. Yeah. And if I don't get it, By tomorrow, like, I'm going to fail this entire course that I've spent an entire semester working on. Right. And like, that's not that's not encouraging people to learn. No, that's that's not. So that's one side. Other side is the writing side. Right now, I think this is a mixture of things. I think it's. Um, one thing I think that I would agree with is I've some friends who push for, we, we need to do better at actually training students how to write academically and how to engage with resources and how to find good resources and evaluate and integrate stuff into writings and how to not just regurgitate, but actually synthesize. Like these components of like teaching good writing. Um, I think there's a lot more instances of plagiarism in papers, not because of actively looking to cheat the system, but because people just don't understand in this day and age, what writing looks like um, in certain ways. I think there's a high oh, dynamic yeah. of that and just policing them is not going to change it. Like it's, that's a bigger problem. Like we want them to learn how to write. We want them to learn how to think through things. And so we need to be slowing down to take time to actually do that um, in that situation and being clear about what we're, what we're looking for.
0: Uh, I'm gonna sound probably like I'm 50 years older than I actually am with this statement, but it's never stopped me before. Kids these days don't really know like what education was and what it and and how it used to work. Like oh, why education, do you
1: ever more like an old fogey than
0: it just used to be harder. It really did. Like there was no. You, you did show up to these things. You did just have to write it and know it. You did have to just get it or you failed. Like, there are so many protections and forgiveness points in education today that even in my, you know, short life have changed. But I, I, I can only imagine just from my historical studies of education and stuff like that, like, what it was in the 50s, what it was in the 20s, right? Like, education has dramatically changed. And that's just in the last 100 years. If we're thinking of like medieval instruction, some of our kids would even survive. Like it just, it just wouldn't <laughs> happen, right? So I, I don't know. I'd I'd love to see um, a space where we can address these things, like you're saying, at the you know maybe the writing level and at the exam level. But at the end of the day, there's a there's a reframing to take place here, even for our educators. I don't think our educators today are still getting better or good at, at pedagogy. I think there's still a lot of room for educators to, uh, to learn how to, f- to work on students' motivations, to work on building better relationships, to work on engaging the student as a whole person. And some of that is still just a systemic issue because we started getting the classrooms full of 150 people, you know, or 50 people. It's still too many for one person to actually uh, effectively teach. I just got to spend some time this past weekend with one of my first martial arts instructors. It was so great to sit down with him. And I just, I just shared with him, I was like, you man, you know, man, like, how much you meant to me as a teacher and, and helped me get into the martial arts and stay in the martial arts. You as a person reached me, made the effort, motivated me, you know, worked hard to not only include me in the others but but treat me as an individual. Like, those things really stood out to me. And I'm like, um which of my college professors, undergrad or grad, can I say the same? Like, I I really don't know people in my life in an academic sense who have made the same kind of impact on my life as that first martial arts instructor. Now, I met him as a seven, nine-year-old, like somewhere in there. And, and, uh, you know, he he taught me for many years. And and then I went to his master and stuff like that. Like, there's a lot of a time thing that's important here. But nonetheless, I only started the martial arts because of how he was as an instructor. In that first class and I think our teachers today have the opportunity to be similar or learn to be similar in their their approach and, and then we need the systems to support that as well but as that all ties into academic um, integrity I think that really points to you know we are not doing a great job of promoting the pedagogy that works you know, we're not we're not seeing the pedagogy that works. Uh, we see folks still just holding on to old methods or not trying new methods. And, and then it's just easier to cheat. You know, like like I, I don't yeah. I, I I some might say I have a high sympathy level for cheating students or students with dealing with this. Maybe I just don't care. Like <laughs> I, I know. So <laughs> I, I don't I don't know somebody who hasn't cheated at some point in their academic career. I, I, oh, yeah. I, you know, like there's, I, I, it's just, it's stunning that it's such an accepted part of society and yet we have to be so against it. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I, I think we just need to make this whole system better so that it's not yeah. the focus point. People, I agree with you earlier, middle point. Yes. People will always cheat. Even if we can make the, everything better. There's going to be people oh, yeah. who try and find run, uh, you know, ways around things, but yeah. My point would still be to cultivate those people in different ways. If they're going to do it, then we got to find some way to engage them in a way that's yeah. not going to penalize them or, or ostracize them.
1: Or yeah. just accept the reality and deal with that and move on. I don't, yeah, I don't. Right. I probably have less remorse than you do, other than, yes, you know, we've all cheated at some point. You know, if you're sitting here going, no, I have not, Will and Josh, stop it. Um, <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> the, okay. Um, i i'm not proud of it but yes there are situations of those dynamics so anyway um yeah i think the point is is like this sounds like a wishy-washy solution to me but it's like i think we need to figure out ways how do we how we focus on the way we're teaching yep and the way we're fostering students and how can we support them and bring up better training and even in our courses work to teach good writing um and build assessments and things that are purposeful that are done well um and that we should be able to motivate students not to want to cheat but actually learn the topic and in some of those situations so that's easier said than done so i'm going to say that right now that i know that that is not something that's easily done i have not figured out how to do it um uh, at this point but i think we should be having conversations down that road instead of the opposite road which is okay technology now can police them. So let's right. do that. Let's just get a software um, to do it for us. Let's get a software to do it, and that brings us to our next part of the conversation. And folks, I need you to put your seatbelts on. Okay, I need you to need you to you know maybe take a seat uh if you're standing. I don't know why you're listening to us while standing. That's a weird <laughs> thing to do. I guess people do that. uh You know, people like
0: is I listen to podcasts people while we know in the
1: listen to us in the morning while they're walking um my personal belief is i should always be you know sitting um and uh,
0: <laughs> no offense brian
1: <laughs> no yeah sorry man um anyway but you know if you are you know brian if you're listening to us right now uh you know you might want to sit down the you know not in the middle of the road but like on the sidewalk yeah, for a hot yeah, second, yeah. okay because be safe the high tech podcast is about to do something we don't normally do normally we're like we want to be positive we want to, you know, lift up apps that we found that we think are cool. We're gonna—I'm trying to think about how I'm gonna do the website page for this episode. I'm just gonna be honest. Um, A trash can. But, a trash can, actually. On fire. Um, but this episode's gonna be different. Um, we're giving our hot take, and we are um, here for
0: a roast.
1: Here for a roast. Yeah, this is gonna be a high-tech roast yeah. uh, right now because we'd like to talk about an app that is very popular in this environment. Um, Will and I have dealt with conversations at institutions about adopting this tool. I still hear murmurs of it at the institution that I work at. Um, and it goes by the name of Turn It In. Okay?
0: Turn I feel like I said a lot of things, so I was stopping to in. see. Yeah, no, no. no I was just... For dramatic effect. It just, it's, for dramatic it's just, effect. I have... Um, I'll, just, I'll just do my little pedigree for, for a second. I have mm-hmm. had to use it as a student. In community okay. college and in my master's degree. I have helped faculty uh, use it. Um, I've never used it as any part of my instruction, but I've, I've had to set it up. I've had to administrate it. I've had to help students troubleshoot it. I've had to work through um, plagiarism issues related to it. And I've had to help folks deal with, like, there's there's features in there where it gets added to the database and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. uh, certain scholarly journals will not allow you to submit a journal article submission if it's ever been submitted to Turnitin, in so that's a concern but yeah I've, I've done a good bit with it you've been peripheral have you ever used it as a student and you
1: <laughs> no i have not um i didn't know what it was until somebody uh did a walk watch of turn it in without consulting any of our offices or it and uh, was like we're gonna adopt it and we we're like whoa we just adopted a new <gasps> hold lms <on>. hold <laughs> um like yesterday oh that's Uh, when this happened that way it was like literally in the middle of the migration from school to campus so um anyway so that's where it's at it never went anywhere because covid happened and now there's been like resurfacing but i know that we have a lot of allies at the institution around this other idea that you and i have talked about who try to fight this idea but anyway the solution comes up i think what it houses my perspective of Turn It In is we have people who are really against it, in our institution. And I know I've heard of somebody who said, well, let's just adopt the tool and we'll figure out the rest later. Um and uh, and I think the motivations for some people for Turnitin and for those of you who don't know what Turn it in is, let's let's also give that spiel for a second. Um so Turn it in I mean is
0: Do I want to promote anything about Josh and I'm not I, I not promoting do not it. believe I'm not in this promote product. It. We yes, I like be it.
1: Just 100% blunt. I do not like it's it. It's trash. Um, I do not like its philosophy. I do not like their no. It's very their, good at what this, it does.
0: I, yes, I don't it is. don't get us wrong there. That's why it's so, big. but
1: I just don't believe in the underlying thing that it goes at. In fact, I think their website says "Empower students to do their best original work." um and uh i disagree with that police's assessment. students to do that I mean, yeah i don't think it's um mind. anyway so let's get okay, into it go ahead G- but, G- give it okay, a 30 so second
0: thing or something 30 second thing yeah. basically yeah. what it does
1: it integrates with your lms the whole goal of it is it's supposed to be able to and correct me where i'm wrong will too because i've only like peripherally no, sure, looked yeah. at this right um and uh heard stories from both sides so um that it submits it essentially like it can it takes it pulls everything into a database and essentially can, like, give a score of how much is plagiarized or not. Am yep. I correct in that yep. assessment? That's kind of its big bread and butter yep. um, its type of situation. And that's that's kind of what it's supposed to do. Okay? It has and some instructional
0: summary. features, like, and they, they've continued to develop the platform. Like, last I was looking at it, our license didn't include this, but it had some, like, grammar support so it could just help students with better writing. Yeah. And it had some stuff like... You know, like let's just say they took I don't know, you know, took all of Shakespeare and put all Shakespeare in their database by default, right? So anything, anytime anybody quotes Shakespeare, they are immediately going to get tagged. Like, did you cite this correctly? That kind of stuff. But if one student submitted a paper and another student submitted the exact paper, and they both went through Turnitin, it will flag that as a copied paper. It's not even, it's not, yeah. you know, it'll know from word to word, but it'll actually be able to tell. The faculty member that this exact paper has been used before. It can do that to the to the paper level, a paragraph, sentence, or you know down to a couple yeah. words is where you'll see. Uh, it. so, focused. like,
1: go to the motivation side. I I understand some of the profs who are like, I get it. Okay, it's difficult sometimes to tell if something's been plagiarized or not. Um, and so, like, profs are like, I'm having to like look this stuff up online. I'm having to figure out all this stuff. I need something to make this easier. And this is where Turnitin comes in. Um, my problem is i think as will and i've already laid out in this episode is we think the policing solution is the easier solution and that's why everybody goes that direction instead of dealing with the real problem the learning issue we deal with we'll just catch everybody who does it yeah <laughs> um, and now turn it In's supposed to be about helping students catch it up for themselves and learn it but every story i've heard is not feeling that way i don't well, know your experience are, from as a student but like there are about that two
0: ways to submit to, to set it up and so i guess i guess i can be fair and say that you can set it up for students to just use it themselves so they just use it they check themselves they use their own report that's not tied to a grade but you can also set it up where it's the thing that they submit to and it can be it can either become the grade or it can be a it can be a you know the, the rating the rating that they get can be a part of the grade and so that's actually in the faculty members side of doing the grading and the feedback and all that you know at some level it's like yeah that's going to make that a lot easier it makes the paper stuff a lot easier but i do not stand by software that monitors surveils and polices students behavior i i just don't like it i, I can't get behind that kind of stuff I wouldn't submit to using that stuff today. I you know, I I'm a I've I've got a bigger tinfoil hat now than I ever have, but if I was in those master's classes today where I was being asked to use it, I would ask for an exception. I would I would not participate in using the platform. I don't believe in it. Mm-hmm. And things like um things like these platforms have had issues in the past where it's like, you know, privacy and ownership issues and they they've I think they've squared some of that away, but the whole history around Turnitin and competitors is not great. And the philosophy behind it, I do not agree with. I think that we need to trust our students more. I think that we need to deal with the exceptions as exceptions and just teach better, you know? And and when we miss, when we miss somebody who gets one up on us, it's too bad, you know? Like, nobody's checking para- papers in the professional world nobody's you know checking on your citations and like that like the the only place where this is relevant for a long-term life and study is for researchers and writers and and i don't want anyone to ever take that as a statement saying i don't care if somebody plagiarizes plagiarism is not right but um at a at a work level like in my company we use each other's words all the time we're just trying to get content together we're trying to share we're trying to collaborate we need to use words to get that out there, and so, you know, no one's, no one's checking that paragraph that goes up on the website as to whether or not uh, Will wrote it or Josh wrote it. It's it's just not a part of that um, well, authentic and, experience. Yeah, I think
1: that's part of the component, right? It's like checking. There's and we've like I have a friend, mutual friend, that has talked about Turnitin, in, and he is all about academic integrity writing and knows how to write well. And he was getting flagged for sentences that like other people wrote that he didn't know was anything close to what he wrote and right. somebody else had written something similar. And that's my problem with all of these tools. It's not just Turnitin. in. There's other tools on the market that do this stuff. Um, it's like this assumption that everyone has a hundred percent original thoughts. It's like, that's no, huh. it's Good not uh, right. Like, so, and I think that's my problem. I think, it just, it turns this problem into just a data management situation. And like, and it just feels, it, I, I think it doesn't help the student. Like it makes the student feel like they're just being watched and policed the whole time. Yeah. Um, I, you know, we've heard plenty of stories of students like submitting a paper and just being like completely surprised by what score they got from Turnitin. And they did cite stuff. Right. Like it was like, mm-hmm. but Turnitin was finding certain dynamics of sentences that they wrote that were... Very similar to somebody else's sentence. Not the exact same, but it was like flagging them for all this stuff. Well and if you, you know, have,
0: you know, fifty students for, for four years running, like fifty students every semester for four years running doing the same paper and they're all using Turnitin, all of that content ends up in the database. Of course, over that many time over that many people over that many semesters, you're going to have the chance at just your students writing similarly. Like yes. that that's the that's the point. That's actually how That happens. You're like, well, it shouldn't just be if they plagiarize. No, it can be if they're just similar to someone else.
1: Yes. And that's, I think, part of the problem in my mind. It's not, I don't think it's looking at all the right stuff. I think it's just looking at all the words that are on the paper without the context. Again, this fits into the data conversation we just had recently, which is that there's no, in my opinion, turn in does not do well at nuance.
0: I think it then also
1: makes the submission process for students more complicated it makes the grading process more complicated um it solves one problem and adds 15 others in my opinion (laughs) and i don't and they yes okay they fall into another category of another tool that we know uh that will you know will go unnamed but i will say rhymes with you know Bammerly. um and uh, (laughs) where they got really hit for their intellectual property information, right. where they basically kind of made it sound like they owned the rights to everybody's stuff that was submitted into Turnitin, and while I think they've cleaned that up some, it's still sketchy. Like, it's yeah. still, it's no, weird, like it still is weird, and it's, and that's reason. Like there are academic publications that won't accept things that were put into Turnitin. That's a problem. Yeah. Like we're there's the I just think this whole realm of these softwares and turn it being the champion right now of those softwares yeah. is <clears> sketchy. And I don't, I don't agree with their philosophy. And I think the people who want to use them, whether they have good motivations or not, are looking for a surface solution to a much more complicated problem. Um, and we're not doing our students justice by just fun, thrown out a whole bunch of money. Cause they're not cheap on a tool like this. Instead of putting that money towards better systems and things that we could put in place to actually help support the students and help them learn and make them better people, not just, and that's the other thing about Turnitin, not just somebody who can figure out how to make that AI computer database stop giving them a lower score. Um, right. Like if I, because right. Turnitin does, in its essence, encourage the wrong things, which is like, oh, they gave me a lower score. Well, if I just change this word to this word,
0: Oh my gosh, Um, yeah, yeah.
1: It'll be a better... I'll get a better score. And we know that that happens because I've seen it happen in tools that also do the same thing as Turnitin. Like, you just have to change the words. Well, that's not what we're looking for. I want students of original thoughts. I don't want them to just learn how to tweak sentences so it doesn't sound like what their fellow students said.
0: The students get creative at still not addressing your prompt. Like, like that's like... Oh, all right. So, ding me on this one and ding me on... So, if I move this sentence here and I change this word order and it's like... No, no, no. the The objective was to think. The objective was not to to play yeah. and fight the 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 AI. You know, like uh, to the to the point you made though before. And I think that this is like is one of my favorite metaphors that that's applicable across situations. Like, you know, turn it in is like trying to do surgery with a broadsword instead of a scalpel. Like, it's the wrong tool, and it's gonna do a lot of damage. You're just gonna have so much carnage left over when you're done this process you need a scalpel for that for this kind of problem this is not something you just broadly cut across all the students you know with a turn it in and and now your problem solved i I just don't believe that i want to discourage that um you know nothing against the folks turning in if they feel like they've got a, a a genuine and authentic mission that is ethical and uh student driven but I disagree. I, you know, I'm, yeah. I could, I'll be glad to have that conversation with them and talk it through. I'm not trying to be, um, yeah. mean about I it. I, I just, yeah, I just, I don't disagree. think
1: anybody. Turnitin has become the, the uh, avatar for my anger in oh. these situations. Oh, um, but uh, the, I don't think they're bad people. I don't right. like. I don't know right. them. They could be. I have no idea. They could be the devil. I have no. <laughs> literally no idea um but i'd like to think better of that i think they probably have good intentions and i think they probably do help in certain areas i just think ultimately they advertise being the solution that upholds integrity and can ensure original work yeah and i disagree i don't think they ensure original work i think they just ensure people get better at rewording things and I think they ensure that people are definitely going to feel like they're being policed, and that doesn't help either side. Um, and so that's that's our hot take on turn it in. You know, um, as I think you said, you were gonna make the episode title. Our essential evaluation is don't turn it in. Okay, let's let's go a different direction, um, and uh, do something a little bit different. We're sorry if this turned into like a little negative uh, roast a little bit, but you know, it, sometimes it has to sometimes it took us we just 62 episodes before we the did this redeeming quality okay? i'm fine i'm sorry sometimes we need to to be honest about apps we do need to bash them sometimes and that's the reality of this don't worry i'll be more positive next time we'll find a much better app or we'll just start talking about notion again and <laughs> that'll bring us back up, to bring <laughs> us back up. um any, anyway uh this was this was our it was our hot take don't turn it in that's essentially our feels right here man we're at the end of an episode again this is crazy i love it you know i just feel like that flew by we did it um but don't worry there's more coming next episode uh we are going to be talking about what is absence in an online course you know this is another kind of thing we throw around um what does it mean to not be engaged in an online course might be another way to put that so we're going to talk a little bit about what we think um absence and online course talks about and then we're gonna get real positive folks because will and i realize Ooh. we haven't talked about an app that i love uh, that in my that in my opinion was divinely dropped into the world is this is to... this
0: number one over notion or is it number two? The oh notion? no how
1: don't talk heresy oh, okay, um, okay okay this is <laughs> this is definitely like number two under notion and they're close though they do this one does some different stuff we're gonna talk about a tool called Airtable. Oh, um yeah. this is a tool that is a little bit more nerdy for us but i do think could be very helpful in education um and has some cool uses uh for you even as an educator so we're talking about air table uh next week as well so again just a reminder to find us on twitter at high tech podcast make sure to subscribe and send us that lemur doing the limbo uh, and if you don't like social media because you're hiding somewhere, um, you can send us an email uh, at inbox at high tech or yeah, high tech pod dot us. i was doing so good uh, with that photo as well. Or check us out on our website high tech pod dot us. We only have one one website, one website. There. So go check that out with all our episodes uh, and helpful resources. Other than maybe this episode, I'm gonna be honest. It might just be a trash can. Um, <laughs> but check us out there. Thank you again for joining us for another week as we continue to learn what it looks like to harness technology or maybe not harness technology (laughs) in the classroom or in law online uh as we're we're trying to do our our learning i don't know i fell apart there at the end anyway uh love you guys thank you for joining us another week
0: see ya see ya